1: Welcome to Hard Currency, the Financial Times podcast on the foreign exchange market. I'm Roger Blitz. And in a week dominated by impeachment risk for Donald Trump, it's easy to forget that the week actually started with the US president delivering a broadside at the Federal Reserve or its policy of raising rates. These are comments that the present made which saw the dollar fall as well as the impeachment risk. So are investors starting to believe that Mr. Trump's jawboning is going to be pushing the dollar lower or do they have more faith in the Federal Reserve and its interest rates path? Well, with me to discuss these factors is Alvin Tan, the forex strategist at Societe Generale. Alvin, a lot of dollar risk around. Let's start first with just if you like getting it out of the way, this issue of impeachment risk, political risk is around a great deal. Do you think it was a natural reaction for the markets to sell off the dollar on the guilty pleas of Paul Manafort and Michael Cohen?
0: Well, I think it, it makes sense in terms of a, a knee-jerk reaction by the market. Political uncertainty always tends to weaken the currency. In fact, quite apart part Donald Trump, we've seen that in Australia recently. Yes. Uh, so it's par for the course for the currency markets. Um, however, this issue of uh, whether Trump will be impeached or not uh, is highly dependent on, uh, on the midterm elections in, in November. And so the timeline of, of, of this process is, is one that will play out over months and, and, and not weeks.
1: But, but since you mentioned the midterms, is, is, is in the, the run up to the midterms election, do you think, a likely vulnerable time for the dollar? Uh, investors like to be quite you know, nervous about the out, that outcome.
0: Um, I, I think certainly if uh, towards the midterms so we get a consistent opinion polls showing uh, a swing towards uh, the, the Democrats, uh, particularly in the House of Representatives, I think uh, that will have uh, an, an impact uh, on the dollar uh, and, and the impact will come from, as as mentioned earlier, a heightened risk of, of, of impeachment of, okay. of the president. Um-
1: so let's look at what the president said about the Fed. He he didn't he doesn't like the Fed policy. He says he's not thrilled about the idea of, of rising interest rates. Um, I mean, first off, this isn't, shouldn't have been a surprise to the markets that this is his view.
0: No, not at all. He said it uh, on previous occasions, not the first time he he's said it at all.
1: And, and so, therefore, the reaction of the market to sell off the dollar, you could say, well, hang on a minute, guys, you know, you knew this is what he thought. Why are
0: you selling off? you yeah, absolutely right. Uh, also, on, on top of this, is we have uh, thin markets in, yes. uh, in August, which exacerbates the, uh, the movement, yes.
1: But do you think it, it says something about worries about the independence of the Fed? Uh, I mean, is, is that a f- starting to enter the playbook of the investor?
0: I, th- I think uh, that is a concern, but I think there is a more, a more fundamental one in that, um, in fact, the U.S. executive branch True, the Treasury Department, has full authority to intervene in the FX market. Yes. And that has nothing to do with the independence of the Fed. we are talking about the currency markets directly. Yes. But historically, uh, the, the, the U.S. Treasury has only intervened in partnership with the Fed. Yes. Uh, but it does have the authority to do so. So I think there is some fear being priced in. We think this is a low probability event, but there's probably some fear being priced in that the U.S. Treasury may indeed activate this authority.
1: A week that's actually seen lots of volatility in the dollar because the Fed minutes came out, and in some ways that those losses that the, the dollar was experiencing because of the, the impeachment risk and uh, and uh, Trump's comments on the Fed were in some part recovered. Uh, so. I mean, what did we learn about the Fed minutes?
0: I don't think we learned much. In fact, our market expectations were pretty stable through uh, uh, the course of the day as, as the minutes uh, came out. So at this point, a September hike is priced in, and it seems that the, uh, the, the, the Fed is heavily hinting on uh, the, next, the next move in September will be indeed hike, um, and that further hikes are coming.
1: But do you think there was an element of dovishness out of the the minutes on, on what what I mean what the Fed said about the yield curve
0: inversion? If you could just explain what that what that is. Um, yes, one could read a hint of dovishness uh, in terms of uh, the apparent concern in the Fed of inverting the yield curve. At this point, for example, the difference between the U.S. ten-year yield and the two-year yield is only. Uh, 23 basis points. Yes. So if uh, if the uh, current trends continue, um, it is likely that uh, two further Fed hikes from here uh, will flatten the yield curve entirely, uh, uh, meaning uh, no difference between the 10-year yield and, and the 2-year yield. And the
1: importance of the inversion is that it is a predictor of recession?
0: Uh, historically, indeed. Historically, the uh, an inverted yield curve um, has been a... Um, a very good indicator of, of recessions, historically. Mm. That
1: is. But did the minutes give us a, a, a clear indication that the Fed was worried about it or simply that it's a matter of discussion?
0: Well, I mean, the, the fact that, OK, I mean, quite apart from what we saw in the FOMC minutes, we have heard uh, in, you know in, in, in previous months and quarters um, a growing chorus of uh, Fed speakers uh, talking about the yield curve and the kind of signals that it potentially sends about the economy. And I think the combination of all that is it's, it's, it's becoming pretty clear that uh, that there is some growing wariness uh, as the yield curve continues to flatten. It is important to note that historically, the flattening of the yield curve by itself is not an indicator of a weakening economy. It is it, The yield curve... If anything, is a binary indicator, so it, the 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 question is does it is it inverted or is it not inverted? Yes uh, not that it's flattening
1: okay, uh, you mentioned the economy it's in pretty rude health the economy I mean, I think September rate hike is pretty much um, is priced is in adopting, by the market. Yes. What does uh, Sokgen think of a December
0: hike um we are. Uh, Not forecasting a December hike at this point. Uh, However, uh, we do uh, think that there will be a hike uh, in the first quarter of next year. Um, That being said, um, it's going to be a a close call whether we do get a fourth rate hike, which is a December hike Mm -hmm. this year. I mean, certainly, as you mentioned, the the economy is in in root health. Uh, Some of it, though, is kind of uh, watching the uh, rear view mirror in the sense that uh, we are seeing the impact of the fiscal stimulus that was passed late last year, and it's percolating through the economy, it's, it's boosting it. Um, but I think it's also fair to say that uh, the consensus among economists, and, and indeed we share that view, uh, that the U.S. economy should start to lose momentum towards year-end into next year. Yes, okay.
1: So the Fed chair, um, Jay Powell, he's hosting this symposium in Wyoming, the Jackson Hole Symposium, on Friday and Saturday. Uh, investors want to hear what the Fed thinks of the next few months into the 2019, but he's not going to give that much away, is he?
0: No, no, it's very doubtful. Um, first of all, we just had the FOMC minutes. Yeah. Uh, and between the minutes and and the, his speech tomorrow, there hasn't been a lot of developments, particularly with the U.S. economy. Yes. So it's unlikely that he will stand up uh, and, 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 and give a very different message from what was conveyed in the FOMC uh, minutes. Um, that there's really no justification uh, for him to, to do so. So I would imagine he will hold the line in the sense of, uh, you know, uh, making sure the market understands that the Fed will continue to tighten, but it will do so uh, gradually. Yes,
1: it's a tricky one for markets, uh, the the dollar. I mean, here we have a... a, a quite an unusual week in which lots of things have affected it. Um, if you looked at a score sheet, I suppose, and you, you, you looked at the, the pros and cons, you'd, you'd actually probably come down on what side, Alvin? Would you be saying this is a week in which you're more likely to believe in a weaker dollar or a stronger dollar or pretty much set, uh, path, uh, carry on as it is?
0: Well, our view is that the um, the the broad dollar, which is the trade-weighted dollar, peaked in early 2017, which is when the uh, euro-dollar traded to 104. Yeah. Um, from here, we believe that uh, the, the dollar will uh, gradually, uh, but fitfully, uh, weaken going forward. And it's going to weaken for a variety of reasons. Um, the most important fundamental one is, as, as I mentioned, I, you know, I think it's very clear that the U.S. economy um, is gradually uh, losing momentum and that that will become clearer as we get into uh, next year. And the other one is that indeed the market has priced in two Fed hikes or you know uh, through through the middle of, of next year, so there there's quite a lot of expectations already baked into the market about where the fed is going and finally the the u s yield curve indeed continues to mm. to flatten uh, and um, and as the FOMC minutes indicated, I think um, when if and when the yield curve does totally flattened the Fed will be very wary about uh, inverting it uh, by further rate hikes.
1: Two conclusions from that, Alvin. One is that Donald Trump's personal problems and his personal views on interest rates probably don't matter that much. Do you agree?
0: Yes, I agree.
1: And the second is, um, hallelujah, for the likes of the Turkish lira and emerging markets, which have been suffering the pains of a stronger dollar since April and could do with a bit of relief from a weaker one.
0: Well, yes, in the sense that a weaker broad dollar will help the EM currencies. However, you know, we are bullish euro mm. and yen, partly also because we believe that the ECB and the BOJ are on the path towards policy normalization. Yes. So actually, the bigger macro story here is that the liquidity tide that we've seen supporting high carry EM currencies and the like for the last few years will continue to recede. Even if we don't see the dollar leading the charge. Yes.
1: Emerging markets by no means out of the woods.
0: No, certainly the the ones like Turkey that have huge external vulnerabilities, I think, still face substantial challenges. Uh, we tried
1: to uh, bring good news to EM, but I'm afraid we failed miserably. My thanks to Alvin Tan of Socgen next week. It's the end of summer more or less, so with liquidity rebuilding and traders back at their desk, is the market going to take a new and unexpected turn? Join us again to find out. Until then, from hard currency, it's goodbye.